Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. When Mary Alice shared with me her thought for a theme for Noah's Window, things that mattered instantly, I loved it. This morning in our devotions, uh, we were reading some old sermons that I wrote and also reading from the scripture. And somehow in our discussion, Mary Alice and I started talking about that time when Jesus and his disciples were in the home of Mary and Martha. And Martha was worried about getting dinner and Mary was in there listening to Jesus and Martha got upset and actually rebuked Jesus and said, make my sister get in here and help me. And that's when Jesus gave us what I believe is the definition of things that matter, things that are important. He said to Martha that Mary had chosen that which was necessary and what couldn't be taken away from her. And the more Mary Alice talked to me about the theme this week, I thought that really does help us know that two kind of two part criteria really does help us know the things that are truly important, what's necessary and what can't be taken away from us. You know, in 2021 America and the world that we live in, we're surrounded by junk and by clutter, you know, for better or for worse. There's so many items today that are cheap. We don't think about repairing those items. You know, we use them for a while and throw them away. I mean, Mary Alice and I often talk about items of clothing that are less expensive now than they were 40 years ago. And because of that, we just have stuff and clutter everywhere. And it's sort of the same thing with information or entertainment. You know, when Mary Alice and I were kids in Fort Worth, There were three network channels on local television, a couple of independent stations. But of course now, you know, there's, there's so many channels on cable television and cable television's almost outmoded because of all these apps that we have that allow us to just have pretty much anything that's ever happened in the entertainment or information world instantly and on demand. We're surrounded by all this clutter and all this noise that after a while we struggle to know what are the things that matter. And I just love this idea that Mary Alice has, and I can't wait to hear other thoughts that that she has as well. I love yesterday's thought that truth matters. And wow, do we ever need that in our culture today? But anyway, in discussing it this morning, I, I just started thinking about what are the things that really matter to me? And number one on my list, I was thinking about how the love of God matters to me. You know, you can have a lot of bad things happen in our lives and and we can have a lot of setbacks and loss in life. But if you have the love of God, you truly do have what is necessary. And thankfully, you have what can never be taken away from you. In the in the book of first John, chapter four, verse nine, the Bible says this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. You know, there there you have it, right there in one sentence. Why does the love of God matter? Well, we were spiritually dead. We were headed for hell. But the Bible says this is how God showed his love for us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live, even though we don't deserve to, that we might live through him. And then verse 10, this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. The love of God matters. It matters so much that I, I think it, it matters. It's your most prized possession when you think about it. If you feel and know and experience the love of God, which is, is shown to us through what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross, how that he 
made a way for us to not only go to heaven when we die, but to have a right relationship with God while we live, then you know it is really your most prized possession. Well, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, the Bible tells us how God manifests his love to us in sending Jesus. But at the end of Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul is talking about all the things that can happen in life, pretty much. The, the bad things, the things that we don't understand, the things that are behind beyond our comprehension. And he lets us know that in the base and against the backdrop of all those things, the love of God is more important and more powerful. In Romans 8, verse 37, he said, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Now look at this list. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Well, if we die, does it separate us from the love of God? If we wind up living too long and living beyond our health, even that can't separate us. The Bible says angels and demons can't separate us from the love of God. Our concerns about the present, our worries about the future, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Well, I'm not sure how to actually bring this thought to you. I think all of us today need to sort of as we used to say in Texas, chew on this and think about just how important the love of God is to us. If we go back to Jesus' interaction with Mary and Martha, that sort of two-prong test that he talked about, you know, those things which are necessary and those things which can't be taken away, I really think first among those things, we would have to list the love of our God for us. No matter what you may be going through today, you are loved. You are loved by Almighty God. You are known. In fact, the Bible says he knows the number of hairs on your head. That means he knows more about us than we do. I doubt that there's any one of us, unless you have your head shaved, I doubt there are any of us who know the number of hairs on our head, and yet he does. Wow, the love of God, it matters so much. Let's pray. Father, I pray for that person today who may be going through a real rough patch, and maybe they're even feeling today that they're not loved. Oh God, I pray that you will surround them with the, the awareness and the knowledge that you love them so very much. Thank you for loving us when we were so undeserving. And now, Father, I pray that you will help us to grow in our love for you and then to show your love to someone else today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Noah's Window, and I can't wait for you to come back later as we go through this really cool series. Mary Alice is going to do most of these, and I just, I think it's one of the best ideas that we've had on Noah's Window, things that matter. We'll see you soon.